Hello, and welcome to Open Season, a podcast where you can express yourself any way you want or however you want, where you can cry or even laugh about anything. I'm your host, Hugo, and today we have a special guest. Our guest today is Podcast Mike. Uh, tell me, what do you have for us today? Hey, man, and uh, yeah, thank you, man. This is uh, <clears throat> kind of my first uh, podcast. I mean, you know I've been starting one, uh, or trying to start one with, uh, with Julio. Um, you, you know Julio, right, Granados? Yes, sir. Yeah, so we're we're getting that going. Um, we got a lot of things in the mix right now, man. Some really good stuff. Um, but I guess you know I I promised you a story, so I'm gonna start <clears throat> with um, you know some hard times growing up. Um, okay. And and to where I am kind of today and. To be honest with you, this is more of the kind of the unfinished story of Michael Bowsman. Nice. Um, but I'll go uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and, and share some stuff with you, man. And I want to support you and what you're doing. You know, this is this is all great, man. We all need uh, some kind of new hobbies to get us through this new normal. You know. Yes, sir. We do. Yes, sir. Yeah. So and I appreciate feel it. Feel so. free. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. No problem. And feel free to. Stop me along the way, bro, and ask me uh, any questions you want. Awesome. Will do. Yeah. But um, so, <clears throat> you know, um, I started out, man, as a, as a young father. I think I, I had Kirby when I was 17, still in high school. Okay. Um, and in high school, we still managed to get a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment in North Hollywood while I was working for Valley Total Fitness and the apartment was $675 a month. Do you remember those prices? Uh, the good old days. Yeah, the good old, the good old days. days. Back in North, yeah, the good old days, back in the Valley. Yeah. So, yeah, man, uh, young father, you know, it's a lot of my time I had to grow up and learn how to party and be a dad and that was really rough, man. Um, and then uh, I went through, I went through a two-year custody battle for Kirby. Um, oh, yeah, that was crazy. She turned out to be a really bad apple, bro. She was older. She had already graduated North Hollywood High School. Um, but yeah, man, um, she, you know, things were good for a while, and then she kind of went off the rails man she wanted to become a stripper and all this stuff and granted dude for a long time it was kind of fun once i was like just don't bring your work home with you you know right right um, <laughs> the money was good we were having some crazy times but i think that life got a hold of her too hard and you know she started going uh leaving me with kirby going to vegas to work like a month coming back, talking about, you know, let me take him to Disneyland, which she was clearly, like, probably coked out. <laughs> uh, so we started we started the custody, the custody battle, man. That went two years. But I was awarded sole legal, sole physical custody. So thanks to my sister, uh, which works in family law, uh, it was a long battle, a long road. I had to lot, cut a lot of shit out of my life to make that happen. Right. Um, but I'm glad I did, man. 
Hey, more power to you, man. Yeah, yeah. And I took on, you know, bullshit jobs here and there. I worked at Target. I worked at Fry's. And I worked, uh, you know, doing different shit, doing sales. Right. Um, Worked at Barrett Moving and Storage with uh, some of our buddies, like Brian and Adrian and those guys, you know? Yeah. We did the moving thing for like three years. Um, and then I met, uh, Diana, which is, uh, still my girlfriend, soon to be fiance to this day. We've been together 15 years. Oh, does she know um, you're going to pop the question yeah. pretty soon? Yeah. Yeah. It's more like we've already had two kids together. So it's more like, Hey, we got to get this done. Type of deal. <laughs> <laughs> she feels silly about, about having a wedding. Uh, with two kids already, so we're just gonna do the damn thing. Um, now she doesn't know when I'm gonna do it, but she knows like it's it's in the it's plan coming. to do it and just have a little have a little party or something. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so I met Diana. I remember I got the call that my my grandmother had passed away, um, and that was the same day I was supposed to meet Diana at a party at Brian's house. Oh. So, yeah, it was just kind of like, and she was totally cool about it, and we still ended up hanging out and talking and having a good night, and it was like when one thing leads your life, you know, something else just comes to replace it. Luckily, that was that was her. Right. Yeah. That was, um, that was a blessing from so, Grandma. Yeah, man, seriously, it really was. Um, and yeah, yeah, continue to work these, these whatever jobs. You know, I learned a lot in the moving industry. That was cool. And so I decided uh, to go back to school to become a EMT and eventually be a paramedic. Right on. And it, it, that is where my life, I mean, took a, a really weird turn. Now... I knew this buddy because I used to play paintball, like professional paintball, kind of out of high school. And for like, you know, I don't know, four years of my life, I was doing that. Oh, and nice. I did that for a while. Our, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I toured yeah. With, uh, with the NTPL. Oh, no way. Yeah. I used to go practice <laughs> with the Sona Seven. Oh, yeah. Me too. I, yeah, I, I used played to practice with them at uh, That's Be Real Be Real Steve. Yeah. Be real too, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah, <laughs> up uh, by Castaic Lake. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and, like, I don't know if you know, like, Jules Foot and, like, Scott Kemp, all those HK kids. We kind yes, of helped start the HK Army. Oh, so it, nice. It was, me, it was me, Jesse Obed, Jules Foot, um, and Nick Soltes. Jesse and Nick used to run that paintball store scrimmage up in Reseda. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and we started a team called Crush. Okay. So, yeah, and then, you know, we played as Crush for some tournaments. A few of our guys made it on to, like, Iron Man and, and the, all these other teams. Um, Scott Kemp moved on, of course, to do, you know, he went pro he still plays i think him kemp bobby alvarez all those guys we're playing with are still doing it which is amazing 
cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, there's a there was a tournament in Colorado where be real guys just beat the shit out of some dude at the players party in Colorado. We ended up in the same uh, taxi minivan. Their hands were all fucking bloody and shit. And I was like, some guys, the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> like, oh yeah, we just stomped the fuck out of this one for right now. Let's go to the hotel. I was like, yeah, dude, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Those were crazy times. Yeah, those fuckers were crazy, dude. Good guys, though. Oh. Oddly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, think, uh, 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 Camp is still with Dynasty. I think he's been playing with Dynasty for a while right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dynasty. That's wow, dude. The first time I played against them in Miami, they fucked us up good, dude. Yeah, Dynasty is one of those they teams that you never. Good. Never knew what they were gonna do. Yeah, I don't even think we played their their A squad. Like, was he uh, Lang, Oliver Lang, those guys? Yeah, we didn't even. I think we played their B squad, dude. And like, we just got fucked up off the bat, dude. <laughs> and that was that, that Miami tour. I was playing semi pro. I was on a semi pro division. I think it was Division Two. I forget what it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what it was. Our first game was against was against Dynasty, and holy shit, man! There is nothing that that sets the bar for the rest of your fucking day after that ass whooping, dude. That was crazy. Yeah, it motivates but, you. It pushed yeah. you to open up your eyes. Yeah, places you weren't even looking. Cause them Doritos, you can't see anything through them. I know, man. It's it. It was that was a tough game. That was, you know, I always trash talk those motherfuckers, and I always hated them because of how fucking popular they were. But <laughs> you know, once I played them, then I was like, all right, I get it. <laughs> right. I get it. They fucking train hard, man. Those fucking fucking rich kid motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, they used to play. I think I talked to one of them, and they used to practice four days out of seven. And they used to practice almost yeah. 12 hours for those days. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. No Yeah, their life was practicing. Ours was work our day jobs, practice Wednesday nights at this indoor place in Santa Clarita, and then Sunday up at uh, Castaic. Yeah. Like, we only had two practice days. We only had our sponsor. We had Empire sponsor us for clothing. Oh, nice. Um, and guns. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, when the Intimidator was really big, that Bob Long Intimidator. Okay, I know what you're um, talking about. And then we had Evil for paint. But they could only give us so much because we were, you know, we weren't first place fucking winners all the time, so, or any of the times. So we had pretty pretty limited amount of what we could do on wednesday nights we were buying our own paint at that fucking indoor wow so yeah you yeah you do what you could do but i think we got one third place i think in chicago um we got a fourth place here when we did uh x ball right here at santa anita oh nice nice this was yeah this was in like what it was it two thousand five two thousand eight years those around those years oh okay and uh, 
Yeah, and that's who I, I met this buddy. His name was Sergio, and he uh, his parents left him an oil company, some Russian dude. And wow. he was like, "We're gonna start it. We're gonna start a team called Thug Life. Um, you know, let's let's go do that. I'll pay for everything." I was like, "Fucking sick. Let's go." Um, and he, I was like, "So, dude, what do you what do you do?" And he was like, "Oh, dude, we." We take all the waste oil from all the Jiffy Lubes and all the fucking mom and pop places, and he turned around and he sold that shit to like China, where they refine the oil and sell it as like biodiesel or whatever else the fuck they do, you know? Right. And he was like, dude, why don't you come do sales for me? So again, I put off school, and I was like, all right, man, I'll go do sales for you. Those two years in the in the oil company, I mean, dude, that that brought in some serious change, man. That that was kind of like a turning point for me, um, where I was like, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna get big in this industry, and then my mom got sick, so I, you know, was having to take care of her, do do that kind of deal, um, and. As much as him and I were friends and buddies, he's like business first kind of dude, you know? And he's like, right. can you fucking go out there and work or, or can't you? And I was like, right now, I can't. Boom, doors closed. All the money I had saved up from that place, I pretty much pissed it all away in about a year or two. So, again, I go back to school. I go through EMT training. I go through the course. I graduate before I could even take the state exam. A buddy of mine calls me up and he goes, um, Hey, Mike, I need a guy to come work with me. I'm doing this audio video gig for this one company. We're doing, uh, it was some Halloween party for that company Equinox. Okay. Um, so fuck it, we go do it. I know nothing about the entertainment, live event industry. I don't know dick about this. And I was like, what's your pay? And he was like, 18 an hour. And I was like, holy shit, that's more than I make as a EMT. I did the job. First day, first day on the job, I'm operating a live camera that are, you know, the, I had an ear set on and they were like, you know, go to camera two, and that would be me. And then I start filming the crowd and stuff like that. So day one, I'm already a camera operator making 18 an hour. That's awesome. <laughs> in a field I don't know anything about, but I fell in love with it. And right. I did not pursue EMT. I continued to do audio video work. Uh, I worked for ESPN. I worked for Fox Sports. I worked for, like, I've done jobs for... All these companies, dude, started doing projection work and then started traveling doing that shit. Got into uh, to lighting and just continued to grow in that, that industry. Started doing entertainment lighting and, you know, rigging fucking Chili Pepper concerts and shit like that, dude. And I got to a point where I was making 550 bucks a day on a flat rate working three, four months at a time, sometimes in other states, cities, countries. And I did that for years, man, until I started to realize 
the money was really good, but I'd come back home and my kids are six months older, you know, and I've missed that half a year. Right. And uh, so, cause it would be like, I'd be gone for a month, come home three days, leave for another month, come home three days, go out for, a, so it started to put the strain on like the family situation. So luckily with all that and around the time that Stella came to be born, she's our third, um, at least with that money, we were able to, to buy a place and that felt really good, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so I decided I'm going to stop touring and I'm going to take uh, a local job in, in some type of industry. So, of course, lighting was one of them. So um, I did a little bit of work for some lighting houses and stuff like that. But I, I got the opportunity to switch over to film production. And, uh, and so I took that. And I started getting cool, like, because when you work in film production, especially on rentals, you, you work with what they call production coordinators. Um, okay. And obviously, uh, you'll deal with producers sometimes and stuff like that. But these coordinators are so plugged in because they have to talk and deal with everybody on the film set and out in the rental world. And the more I kept doing it, like, I worked for companies like 204, and Coyote. Um, and then eventually I was like, fuck, man, like I know what these coordinators make and I know I can do that job. And I was like, I miss being out in the field. I miss the action. And so I started asking a couple of coordinators, hey, do you need an extra PA on the weekends? Like, I just want to come out, do some work, get back out in the field. And sure enough, as I started to do it, it started to snowball here. Where did I wind up? Back in the fucking field again. <laughs> um, except this time, doing film production, working on commercials, like for Honda and Bounty and Target and all these fucking, you know, agencies. Um, and, uh, and I started noticing all the different jobs of what everyone did. And I really, really wanted... Uh, to get into crafty food service and also locations, um, right. which locations is awesome. Dude. Those are the guys who go out and be like, the producer would say, I want an old Victorian style house. And in this film or this scene, I need a parking garage at six levels. Or Locations are the ones that go scout with these things, take photos, go back to the director and say, like, hey, here's what we found here. We could park the trucks here. Crew could eat here. Like, like nothing – a movie can't happen without locations. Right. And uh, I just wrapped up um, a, a Michael Bay film that they're filming right now. My part of the movie's done with, done with but I just wrapped that up. Um, I was an office coordinator on that one, and I'm working – I'm meeting a guy tomorrow to start doing locations for commercials. So, uh, I mean, if you could see the, the contrast of, like, where you start in life from being a teenage 
dad taking the bus everywhere to to where you could wind up if you just keep following your passion and what you'd like to do. Like, just because I needed a safer job instead of freelancing, you know, I sat at a desk for four years. And what did that get me? It got me nothing but like, fuck this job. I need yeah. to go back out in the field. That's what I like to do. And right. I wound up on a fucking Michael Bay film, wrapped that up, and now I'm starting locations uh, with this one guy, Vincent, tomorrow, who's giving me a shot, which they rarely take people in, man. And luckily, I just happened to be, you know, stars aligned, and I knew the right guy. And Yeah, that's easy how yeah, it is, I, man. Yeah, yeah. And so, so now tomorrow I, I start uh, working as uh, locations assistant manager uh, for commercial shoots. Yeah, that's that's amazing. One thing that I've like that I've learned at work, um, some some doctor always goes up to me and he tells me, every time you meet someone and you speak with someone at work, think it, think of it as an interview, because they might push you to somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of is like that. So no matter it, it where really you work is. at, if you find somebody that's up ahead of their game, and you talk to them a lot, just think of it as an interview and always do your best. Yeah, yeah, that's good advice. It is because you never know something that comes out of that dude's mouth might tickle your ear. You're like, hey, I, I think I want to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and you, all these people that you meet, it's always better to build bridges than to burn them that is for exactly. sure exactly yeah that's um, so true yeah yeah so you just from from a to b you know it's it's a long road i mean look i'm 37 now and i've been in the film industry now for eight years and i'm finally getting the shot of what i want the shot at, you know Right. So to to everyone out there listening, thinking their their life, their shit isn't together, they're not where they want to be yet, I mean, don't worry about it because There's hope. even when There's you hope. get to where you want to be, you might find out that you don't want to be there. Yeah. You like might just start following so your dream at the get, end of the day. Yeah. People work so hard to get to a point in their life where they have the things that they want, but they hate their fucking job. Or they do yeah. what they love, but it doesn't fucking pay them anything, and they're still living in a fucking basement somewhere. Exactly. So you got to just find that balance, and if, if you love to do it, and you're fine with that basement, keep doing what you love. Yeah. Trust me, I took in jobs that I did it for the money, and those were the worst jobs of, of my life. Yeah. Oh, I, I've been there, and I think I'm still yeah. there. And you know, and but the thing is, that's okay. And this is the reason why we're talking today is because you put yourself out there to say, "Hey, I'm curious about doing podcasts." And who knows? Yeah. A year from now, you could have sponsors. You could be interviewing famous people. I mean, Anyone, who knows where anybody. Take you. Yeah. Yeah. It's something, you know what, it's something that I've been wanting to start for a couple of years now, but never really pushed myself till now. And then I, I one day I yeah. said, you know what, 
I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. I'm not going to say I'll do it tomorrow. I'm not going to say, let me write some, a script. No, 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 no. I'm just going to jump up and do it. And yeah. look at us now. Yeah. Having our yeah. first conversation and, on our first podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fucking awesome. And that, and here's another thing too. I started thinking, especially on, on this Michael Bay film, every day I was waking up, brushing my teeth, going like, why am I going there? Like, this is a fucking nightmare of a job. Like, I need to do something else with my life, dude. Like, fuck the film industry is now. I think I'm going to focus on my barbecue. Because I don't know if you know, but I've made it a personal hobby of mine for the past, I don't know, five years, six years of really learning how to make great steaks, great barbecue, great ribs you know what i mean oh I, I think everybody yeah everybody keeps telling me dude you have to sell this shit dude you have to sell this shit and i was like oh it's all fun and games you know until one time i did one pop-up with my son out here in uh closer to glass hill park up here by highland park oh, okay and we got some people to come out, and it was it was fine. Um, and it was in the very early stages of, of my barbecue. And, but people liked it. But it was more like, I can't support my family by doing this, you know? Right. Um, and then it wasn't only until after, right after that base bill, where I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it another go. And I know my boy Julio... Uh, he's not working right now. Well, now he is. I got him. Uh, I got him working with these people on commercials. He's driving the wardrobe truck. He got in cool with some lady that only wants to hire him. So now he's constantly working on a on a wardrobe truck, driving the the wardrobe. Nice. So he's happy doing that. Yeah. But I I told him I was like, bro, you love to cook too. I was like, let's do it. Let's do a fucking pop up. Right. And we fucking started putting ideas on the board, what we're going to cook, how much, this and that. And we did it, and we fucking sold out. We did uh, not as many as we wanted to uh, to do. I think we got, like, we set a goal for 20, and we sold, like, uh, 15 or something like that. So close enough. Oh, okay. And then Brian was like, dude, yeah, I, like, we, I love your guys' food. Let's host another one. Come do it at my house this time. I was like, all right, man. Last weekend, we did it, and we fucking knocked it out of the park. We sold 36 plates. Everybody loved it. Um, and so I'm going to continue to do these pop-ups and see where that takes me. Like, I'm going to obviously do my day job, uh, you know, right. to pay the bills and stuff. But, I mean, if I could be doing steady pop-ups every weekend – and maybe, who knows, get a truck one day. I mean, I think that's really where I want to be for myself, uh, especially towards, as I get older, man, I don't want to be working 14-hour days every day on commercials. I'd rather just cook food, man, and, and chill out now, you know? That's kind of where I'm at. Get a recliner um, and just sell your food. Yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> dude, nothing would fucking make me happier at this point in my life. 
more power to you, and we're here to support. Just drop drop your your Instagram. What's your Instagram for your food? Oh, for the food, it is. Um, I'll tell you right now, because it's it's got. I forget the name. I think it's a underscore. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, my yeah. Bad. It's noho underscore BBQ company. Yes, noho underscore BBQ company. Make sure you guys follow um, them for best barbecue. Yeah, the only reason why I forgot it is because we went over the Instagram name a hundred times. Julio was so adamant about spelling out barbecue, and I was just like, that's fucking way too long. <laughs> so I don't remember if we spelled it out or not. But yeah, NoHo underscore BBQ company. Yeah, Go this is the North Hollywood area. Yeah, I got to send you this. I want you to watch it live right now on your podcast. You're seeing it for the first time in its full cut. No one Uh-oh. else has seen this yet. I'm going to send you this. Exclusive, fellas. Exclusive. Exclusive. And you just, you tell me what you think. I'm sending it to you all the videos. It should play all as one. It comes up as a bunch of different videos. But let me know when you're about when you're about to start it. And you'll be sending this on on Instagram. It's on your Instagram. All right, cool. All right, let me see. Go to my page. So this was the cookout that we did at uh, at Brian's house in North Hollywood. Um, my wife, she also makes custom shirts and Starbucks cups and. Her Instagram is uh, she.creates.love, and you could go there and, and get your custom cup or, or T-shirt. She made our our barbecue shirts, and they, they turned out awesome. We got the oh, shirt wow. press and, and all that stuff here. So, um, And Flacco, um, Alex, a.k.a. Flacco, and, and Brian took all this footage and made us a bitchin' uh, promo video for our next cookout. That's what you're about to see right here, right now. Alright, let's put the volume up on this tablet, and let's press play. Oh, that apron. (laughs) Hey! Nice. Yeah, this was just one video. That apron, though. I like big butt. Yeah. That that has that has to be a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the whole video is like a, a minute long, right? Is that the one you got? Uh, no, this one was a couple of seconds, like twenty something seconds. Oh, no, it should have been, I think because it's such a big file, Instagram breaks it up in like a bunch of different, um, it's on, you click on the next one, there should be, because I can see it comes up as four, four videos right here. But if you want, I could just forward you over the actual file to your email. You got to see this whole thing. What, who, whose TikTok is this? It's Blackwood? It's Flacco's, yeah. 
What's his uh, I think TikTok name? Um, hang on, no, let me just forward you because he didn't post oh, it to TikTok. We haven't posted this yet. Yeah, let me let me forward you this. Uh, I know he did. There's email. two parts. Your... He has two parts on. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, okay, because he was he was telling me that it got flagged because of the uh, the music. Uh, no, I'm I'm watching the first one you sent me right now. See, this is where the steak goes on the grill. Yeah. Cutting the skin potatoes. Ooh. All right. Around. We gotta throw some bacon on that cheese. Oh, that's a good idea. You, you never had mac and cheese with bacon? I've had it. I've had it. Oh. But we just kind of didn't want to break. We didn't want to uh, overpower something that wasn't broken. We we yeah, got yeah. so many so many reviews on on the sandwich and and the mac and cheese. And uh, the potatoes, we just didn't want to change anything this time. But, uh, you know, maybe when we do start to switch it up, change the menu, we'll definitely we'll definitely play with things. But, uh, uh, you know, like people really, really like the, the combination of what we have going on right now. But I do like the idea of adding bacon. I do. Yeah. Bacon's always good yeah, on anything. They, they did. <laughs> They were buzzing around us all day long with their with their with their phones, and I'm so impressed on on the videos that they, they, they put together. That was they did a really great. I don't know why they're not out there filming commercials. I don't get it. But yeah, they, it's probably not, that is not motivating them as much as they probably want. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. But they got an eye for for it, man. They did a great job with that video. Yeah, that video is amazing. Yeah. So on our next uh, pop-up, uh, we're going to post that. Flacco said that he tried to put it to Instagram, and Instagram fucking swatted it down and said, you can't use that song. It's not released in this or that, whatever the reason, copyrights. Um, so we're going to – I think Brian's going to – we're going to use one of Brian's original beats. Okay. And, nice. and yeah, do that and post it. Um and hopefully we're planning to hit maybe 60 plates this time. Because last week we did 36 and we had a little extra. So if I add a few more tri-tips, uh, a little bit more mac and cheese, I think we could hit 60. So come on out and uh, show your support and, and come get some good food, man. Because it's, it's been a hobby of mine for quite some time. Uh, we will support. Don't forget it's N H underscore barbecue. What is it? Yeah, NH no ho, no ho underscore 
BBQ Company. There you go. Instagram. Um, of course, on there you can find you can find uh, Flacco Art and uh, and Brian. I don't know what he calls himself these days. His name changes weekly. Oh, I have no idea what he goes by now. It was that Marvel nerd, and then it was he got games, and then it was oh, that's what it is. Brian Franklin, and then it was yeah. And then it was Brian Anthony Franklin. I don't know where that oh, came from. God, I know. I think he goes through names like people go through underwear. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Brian, stop upsetting the girls. You won't have to change your name. <laughs> stick to one and keep it like that. Let's just stick to yeah. one. That's it. Call it a day. Or just, or just let them down easier next time, man. Don't <laughs> change your name all the time. Ah, that uh, was amazing. And then uh, they they got they got something going on too. This uh, yeah, I think Brian and Flacco got something going on with his art. Uh, what is it? Uh, oh, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, it's like a it's like an art and wine. Oh, Valley Nights. Yeah, Valley Nights. Valley Nights. I think art. I think Flacco is gonna teach art or something. Yes. Yep. It's, it's something like that. I'm I'm trying to see like what's up. Yeah. Okay. So here here's what they're doing. So so they uh, I think there was a a fee. I think it's forty five bucks. But you're gonna attend like basically a wine and and art session with Alex and uh, and Brian is is bartending for Flacco. Brian's at the bar. <laughs> And and Flacco's gonna do like everyone. Your forty five bucks. What's included, I think, is like a, a canvas for you to work with, paintbrushes and paints, and and the drinks. Okay. And yeah, he wants me to go. Um, and he's gonna buy me a couple of steaks and the and the charcoal, and he wants me to cook up some steak bites so people get a little wine, a little meat, and then back to their painting. You know. Okay, so, so it'll be yeah, a super. Like this, yeah, yeah. Like I, I am not getting any profit from it. I'm just going to, to support and support and promote. For, support and promote. So that's um, what exactly yeah, what you're going to be so, doing. You'll be supporting and promoting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that Come should back. be uh, that should be interesting, man. That's. You know, they say they sold out tickets already, and Flacco bought all these canvases, so they're going to go uh, art ham. Nice. That is uh, amazing. Not, not this weekend, but next weekend, I believe. That is amazing. Hey, power to them, too. I'm going to see if I can try to get mm-hmm. them in here, see if they can tell us a little bit of their story, too. I also want to get... Brian and Melissa in here. Oh yeah, you know how they yeah, were doing should. their wine and dine, or what is it, late night wine? Yeah, it was like uh, red wine before bedtime, or yeah. Like I love Brian to death, dude, but everything he does is so fucking gay. <laughs> but <laughs> I actually I tuned in when I when I could, and. Man, they those two could fucking talk, dude. It was I was entertained, that's for sure. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, 
they they know how to talk. And then the longer yeah. I got, the drunker they got. Yeah, it was great. It was it was great. I do miss that. Actually, Melissa posted something like, "Should we bring it back?" And I I never vote on her shit, Melissa. If you ever hear this, you know I love you. But <laughs> she, she knows I we love her. I can't. But she's always getting clowned by all of us. All the, yeah, all the time. But I do pose. I do vote to bring it back. So fucking bring it back if you if you ever get the chance to hear this. Yes. Or even yeah, like so I'll now, probably so kind of see what's up. I'll t- I'll talk to her and maybe I can have her as a co-host. He knows how to talk. I can have Brian does, come man. in as a co-host also. You know, I can bring them both and hey, yeah. spit it out. Like it out those like I told. And I'm so glad that you uh, you are thinking about writing your intro out and stuff like that because um, Julio had come to me and he was like, "Dude, we really need to start a podcast." And I was like, great, dude, about what? And he was like, <laughs> well, you know, just we just get on there and shoot shit. And I was like, well, that's good and all, dude, but, like, you got to have some direction of what you want to talk about. And he's like, no, you don't. And I was like, well, yeah, you do, <laughs> because you're going to run out of <laughs> You're eventually going to run out of, like, yeah, yeah. Especially, like, with you and me doing it, because we talk all the time. So there's yeah. no like You guys don't no want to hear your own stories over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like you know, and, and I was like, watch, dude, let's just do twenty minutes. I got my Mac out and I hit record and I was like, Boom, let's go. And I think we went for like five or ten minutes and then he was like, Yeah, there's a lot of downtime and I was like, Yeah, who do you think these <laughs> podcast people just get out of fucking bed and they don't have a producer that's gonna tell them like, Hey, here's the run of the show like, here's what we're doing. Go ahead and have yeah. fun in between. Bullshit all you want, but, like, these are the topics, you know? Yeah. Like, these big podcasts that he listens to, they have showrunners. They have producers. Even if it's oh, yeah. the wife. They all work in the industry. They all know how to run a show. Yeah. So. See, I just started I this. Know, I, I've been reading a lot about this. And, like I said, I've been wanting <laughs> to do one for almost a year now. I just never mm-hmm. had the funds. So I said, you know what? I'm going to start small and grow. If I can actually make it grow how I want it to grow, I'll stick with it. Yeah. And and, and here we are. You know, and I that's, just said, that's let's go. Perfect, perfect way to go about things because Hulu and I went to Best Buy while we were planning out this whole uh, uh, pop-up barbecue thing and i was like if you really want to do it we could do the podcast while we're smoking the meat because smoking the meat takes four or five hours yeah There's more than enough time to do a podcast in between but a couple of so mics on you guys do, and just talk it out yeah like every time we do a pop-up we could set up a table with three mics have a guest over and bang out a podcast while we're smoking in the backyard. I think that's a bitchin' idea setting, you know? Yeah. And you can call it what? Um, the, the barbecue talk? Yeah. Something. Yeah. Around the grill? Call it around oh, the grill? Yeah. I don't know. Something. But, um, like, here's what we did. Like, what you do, start small and see where it goes. Here's what I did with, with Julio. Because right now, Julio, you know, he's got some things going on with his moms and stuff. 
so he's taking right. care of her. That's expensive. He's getting commercial work. Now he's getting a lot more, so he should be uh, good in a, in a little bit. But, you know, he doesn't have a thousand bucks to just throw away if we fail, you know? And yeah. I totally get that. I totally get that. So I was like, here, Julio, we're going to start this fucking company with 500 bucks. And if we go bust, then we fucking suck as a barbecue company and we have no business in the game. But right. here's 500. So we've already done three cooks, including all the shit we needed to buy besides the grill. I had that already. But we're talking the industrial fucking tinfoil, the fucking pans and the chafing, you know? Yeah. We started with 500. We bought all this shit. Our first cookout, we were, at the end of the day, after everything purchased, at like $525. Wow. So we were up 25 bucks. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of that, we didn't even have to sell that many plates. A lot of it is those plates that we sold just replaced the shit that we bought, basically. Yeah. And now, uh, now this is where the fun part. Yeah, the next one we did, um, we uh, we actually sold two big family platters. It was a special request. Someone wanted like two ribs, two tri-tips, two steaks, hot links, and sausage. And I was like, cool, 200 bucks. But again, we still didn't make any meat connections, so we only profited $100 off of each cook because meat's expensive, you know? Yes. yes. But whatever, we made 200 bucks, so now we had 700 This time around, we still had to buy more shit to cook for more people, but I think we're, we're close to like, I don't know, 800 bucks. So okay. we have only, we have only, we have not um, hit a deficit where we're behind that initial $500 investment. So we're definitely doing something right. And, you know, you have to start small. Um, exactly. But now for the next one, we got 800 bucks to play with. Uh, so hopefully if we spend right again, make some, uh, I'm going to, if you know a local butcher, or anybody out there listening knows a meat packing company that's willing to cut some deals for a small startup, write us in and let let us know because I'm looking for a meat connection because uh, that's really that's really what's killing us, man. Yeah. Fucking tri tips, two packs that like if you're shopping at like a Costco or something, that's anywhere from twenty three to forty bucks. Meat is fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we definitely have to figure out and make some deals with uh, a butcher or, or some kind of local business to to really help shorten those, those you know, that gap in, in, in profit and, and spending. That's what yeah. needs to happen next for sure. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey, keep yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep pushing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, 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 we'
film production and barbecue is basically my life now. That's, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then shoot me some pictures. I'll put them on our podcast so people can see, like, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. I'll send you guys on and everything. We'll go from there. Perfect, man. Well, dude, Very I mean, well. congratulations on the on the new podcast, man. And thanks for, Thank you. Uh, for having me on. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me on episode one of Open Season and telling us your story on how everything went. And maybe we'll have you here after you become real good with that barbecue and we'll see you with your own truck. Because that's maybe. how it goes. Maybe. And likewise, if we ever do the podcast thing and cook, we'll definitely have you on as well. Uh, we'll make a special appearance on your next cookout and we'll go from there. So. We'll make so, sure every, every of our listeners know where to go get their barbecue in the valley. Yes. Yes. Keep me posted on, on how it goes with you with this whole thing because I like it. Hey, baby steps. Baby steps. That's what I tell you. Right. It starts baby with one steps. episode. It starts with one episode yeah. and then we'll end up like at 2,000. Yep. Fuck That's when we'll quit. Full throttle. Full throttle. Yes. All the way. One episode a day, one episode a week for now. And if everything pushes good and everything goes the way I planned it to, it'll be two episodes a week. Nice. Where can we, uh, where can we hear it? Uh, you can hear our, my podcast, um, basically anywhere that plays a podcast at the moment right now, except Apple Pay. Apple Pay, I mean, um, Apple, because they still haven't, uh, signed the agreement that I'm trying to get through it. But so far, you can hear me at Google, Spotify, Breaker, or Radio Public. Those are the main ones right now. The main one that I'm posting my one is on Spotify. So I'll be posting that link everywhere. And your guys will go from there. Or you can find all the links at anchor.fm. I'll post the link. Hey, thanks once again. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for telling us what you've been up to. And we'll see you from you soon. Got it, man. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you later. Uh-huh. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. What an amazing podcast. My very first podcast. Crazy, right? Look at everything he told us. How he started in high school with a kid. And look at him now. Doing so much amazing things. What can we take about this? What can you guys take out of it? Just think about it. You done? Cool. We can all learn from this. Keep pushing forward. Keep moving on. Don't give up on your dreams. No. There's nothing that can stop you from growing. And he's a really good example. So with that said, thank you once again for tuning in to Open Season. Till next week, have a good night.